Well, hello, dear. This is a Jabin show, which is on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station. I'm your host, Jai Bonnet. My guest today is Tavon Burns. Hey, buddy, good to see you on the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Jay. I'm doing good. How are you, sir? I'm doing wonderful. So, such an honor to talk to you, Pastor. Thank you for having me on the show today, brother. Can you tell me how you got started on the parenthood? How I got started on the parenthood, um, I was at a youth center. My dad, Daryl Burton Sr., my mother, Paulette Burton, had uh, uh, my dad told my mother to bring Daryl Jr. and myself to the youth center to get us out the streets. And at this youth center with Emmett Fogart and Al Ski and Julio Jomo and all the uh, staff, Lavelle and everybody, uh, Mike Cruzo, they was focusing on giving uh, people in Boston an opportunity to get out the streets and have a safe place to go. That was the SDYC Dorchester Youth Collaborative with Emmett Fogart, the founder, and Jerry Nazolo and all the Alski and everybody. And um, at that youth center is where I started my acting career. Um, Emmett uh, helped us. We were doing acting skits, creating skits in the uh, youth center. We used to, uh, whoever come up with the best acting skit or win a box of pizza, stuff like that. Um, we created some PSAs. Um, Emmett Fogart brought in a guy named Robert Patton Spro, along with his wife, Patty Moreno. And uh, long story short, we did some PSAs. Before you do something stupid, ask yourself, what's it worth? It was like a crime video. A uh, guy walks up. People in Boston may remember it. It, it, it aired on the airways in Boston and New England. And um, it was a, a three-piece commercial series, if you will. It was like sex prevention, smoking prevention, and gang prevention, like violence prevention. Gotcha. And um, so from there, we went on and did a movie, Squeeze, that Robert Patton Spro uh, wrote and directed, and his wife, Patty Moreno, and Cathartic Filmworks did it uh, with, along with Emmett Fogart, who whose stories was from Emmett Fogart, and some stories from our real life, my life, Eddie Kutanda's life, and Fung Van Duong's life was in the movie. And we got some a little bit of credits for writing, uh, not much. But, uh, you know, thankful for whatever credits they gave us. But we helped make the movie Squeeze. And I started it with Eddie and Fung and, and, and Diane Beckett and all the cast, Jeffrey Rue and um, Jerry Nazolo, rest in peace, was in it. One of the youth workers from the youth collaborative, DYC, he passed on. Um, so we did the movie Squeeze and Squeeze uh, got the attention of people in Hollywood, like uh, Loretha Jones. And it got air to Robert Townsend, to my understanding. And um, the movie played in New York, L.A. and Boston. Wow. So long story short, they reached out to me and Emmett in Boston from Hollywood, to my understanding. I believe uh, Kevin Scott, a casting director, friend of mine. And uh, hey, you want to audition for the role TK? Yeah, yeah. With Robert Townsend. Yeah, yeah, word. And wow. um, long, they flew us to uh, Hollywood. And um, Emmett came out with me for a while. He Again, he's the youth director at the youth center. And um, he was out there with me. And then he came back to DYC because he had to run the youth program to, you know, keep giving kids an opportunity to go to a safe place to get out of the streets and the negative, the negativity out there in the streets. So that's what got me to the parenthood. Um, I had like seven to maybe 11 auditions. Uh, we had a personal meeting with Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend gave me some pointers. He's like, I got my thumbs up for you. Um, he gave me some pointers for my audition, wow. which, which is important for an actor. Even to this day, he was telling me different little keynotes, like, you know, get the cameras right there, you know, find an eye, uh, uh, eye focal point, like to find a place to focus, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. While you're delivering your lines. So, um, you know, of course, listening to Rob, I gave him a squeeze poster. We gave him a squeeze poster uh, that had me, Eddie and Fung on the cover, giving a young, young king a gift, you know, and uh, anyhow, he brought us into the show. He brought, he, he casted me. Um, 
most likely he, the casting directors casted me. Uh, Loretha Jones told me some, you know, good news. But I must say this. Jesus said in his word, he lets us know if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you may ask the father what you will and it will be given unto you. So here I am on Warner Brothers Burbank uh, studio lot, the ranch, I believe. And um, I remember the word of God. Mm-hmm. And I've been putting in my work, like Michael Jackson, Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, put in the work with their crap. I've been working. We've been working since 11, Fox 25 Kids Club, PSA, Squeeze. We've been working, acting at this youth center, creating skits. And here we go with this opportunity to audition for The Parenthood with Robert Townsend wow. and um, Mark and, and, and Dennis, uh, two Jewish brothers, friends of mine uh, that was executive producers. And um, so here I go, have this opportunity to audition for this TK role. I, I went to God. I went to the Father. And as he say in his word, one thing God don't do is he don't lie and he can't lie. No, so no. Romans, cha- uh, J- uh, John chapter uh, 15, I'm going to share it for the people because this is important to know. And this is what got me from the hood to Hollywood. So All young right. brothers and sisters out there, you want to know how to get God's attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible tells us right here in the book of John, Jesus Christ himself, which is the son of God. It says right here in verse uh, uh, John 15, verse uh, six and seven. It lets us know if you abide in me. Mm-hmm. And I want to give you all word for word from the king of kings himself, because uh, this is what we need to know. And this is what I, 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 I called on God, the father. And I asked him in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, for the road, TK. And he gave it to me. John chapter 15, verse six says, if a man abide not in me, mm-hmm. he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire. They are burned. This is verse seven says, if you, if ye abide in me, mm-hmm. this is Jesus Christ talking. If ye abide in me and my words, the Holy Bible, my words abide in you, ye shall ask what she will and it shall be done unto you. So I asked the father for it. Father, please bless me. Just roll as TK, please. Father, father, in Jesus Christ's name. I remember talking to God, Jay, like, father, I can taste this like my mother's lasagna. Please give me this job. He uh, gave it to me. I went in and did the final audition for like the president or vice president of Warner Brothers with Loretta Jones, who later on went to be like BET's president or vice president. Mm-hmm. But at the time, she was uh, executive producer on The Parenthood. So I went into the final, and she gave me some pointers too. She was like, because it was an interaction with TK mm-hmm. and I think like Zari or Zaria's girlfriends, mm-hmm. one of her friends, Loretta Jones gave me some pointers as an actor. She was like, use like some one of the casting directors, someone in the room and interact them into your into your, you know, use them because the character TK was talking to a girl, say, in the party, say, uh-huh. and and Loretha told me to use one of the people, one of the ladies in the casting room that I'm doing my final audition, use one of them as the girl in the scene. So I brought one of the one of the one of the casting people or one of the big wigs in the room into mm-hmm. the scene with me, uh-huh. and that was cool. Yeah, so I did my audition, and um, God the Father blessed me with the role TK. And, and young brothers and sisters, if you ask the father anything in Jesus Christ's name, it will be given unto you. He can't lie. He won't lie. And you can bank on that. And yes, sir. So that's what got me to Hollywood, brother Jay. So what was it like to work to work with Robert Townsend and the cast of Townsend? First of all, let me say rest in peace to our cast, our TV mother, Suzanne Douglas. Yes. Uh, first of all, she was, she was my, my, man, my, you know, the motions want to stir, stir up when you think about people certain people but she was like a motherly figure i remember she told me when i came to hollywood she was like um never have nobody sign your checks mm-hmm. and she was already imparting wisdom to me you know i'm 18 
like the first day out the gate. And I remember her telling me that. And, um, you know, she was like, you know, she was a sweet, warm, motherly type of figure in real life, even though she was our TV mother on the show. And um, working with her was great. And, and um, working with the whole cast, man, working with Meteor Man. Mm-hmm. Meteor Man. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Man, working with Duck. From five heartbeats, man. You know, I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't. At the time, I don't know if I knew him as Duck, but I knew Media Man. Mm-hmm. I knew, um, or let me say for sure, I knew Five Heart. Uh, I knew, um, sorry, I knew Hollywood Shuffle. Mm-hmm. That was the movie that I knew Robert Townsend from, and I remembered. And then later on, I learned to Media Man and the Five Heartbeats, I believe. But man, it was it was an awesome experience to work with Robert Townsend. I learned a lot from him. He was not only the creator of the show, mm-hmm. he was the producer, executive producer, and star of the show. And he had us as co-stars with him. It was a wonderful experience, an awesome opportunity that God the Father blessed me to be a part of and, and, and to have. And Robert Townsend brought me in and allowed me to share that opportunity, that that experience with him and the rest of the cast from Faison Love, Big Worm, mm-hmm. uh, from Friday, uh, Wendell, uh, Curtis Williams, mm-hmm. uh, CeCe, Ashley Adams, and uh, Reagan Gomez Preston, and and even Michael, mm-hmm. um, having the opportunity to meet him, um, Kelly Perrine later, yeah. you know, working with everybody that came on uh, with us was cool and fun. The uh, Brat came on with us, that was cool. Usher came on with us like two episodes. The Brat came on two episodes with us too. That was cool, that was fun. It was a great opportunity, but I learned a lot. Now, as an actor, mm-hmm. still in 2023, I finished two movie scripts. I wrote two movie scripts that I have completed um, within the past three years. And the world should be seeing that, Lord willing, I live later on in the future. But I've accomplished the work farther than writing and finishing the scripts. And they both are Hollywood standard, let's say 120 pages. You know, anybody out there in Boston, man, anybody that watches this interview want to invest in 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 our movies, my movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I'm a star in them. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. you gotta have your boy TK. I'm a star in my own movies, like the Tyler Perry, the uh, the Robert Townsend. Um, so I wrote these two movies, and um, just learning from Robert Townsend mm-hmm. to not only be an actor in Hollywood, but to be to. Uh, I, I remember having a meeting with Robert Townsend. It was Emmett Fogler, Robert Townsend, myself, mm-hmm. Eddie Kutan, and Fung Van Duong. We was on like uh, down the street from the Hollywood. Uh, I was uh, where we used to shoot the Parenthood mm-hmm. in Hollywood. We met at a restaurant, and I remember Townsend telling us that we have to be self generators. Mm-hmm. That just come back came back to my mind. And at Hollywood uh, Shuffle is a is an example of black actors being self generators. So that's what I got from Robert Townsend. So there you have it. I wrote two scripts, generating work for myself, and um, it's a couple things that could be done. Anybody can reach out to you, me, through this interview uh, for you to start it, for we to drop this movie. I got a distribution deal. Uh, I want to give people the opportunity to reach out to me. You know, uh, people people look for opportunities. I got two scripts. Uh, one's a comedy, a super comedy. And I ain't going to say too much information about it. Um, but I will say this. My character is 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 the Joker. Okay. Is the is the Joker? He's 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 super funny, super funny. Uh, you can reach me on my YouTube channel. You can reach me on Facebook. You can re- reach me on Instagram. You can reach me on Instagram at Tyrone Burton TK or whatever you want to do. You can reach me at Tyrone Burton TK. You can reach me at um, um, Facebook. 
uh, Tyrone Burton 79. And you can reach me on my YouTube channel, which is uh, Tyrone D. Burton ENT stands for Erica and Tyrone. And it stands for entertainment for short. Tyrone D. Burton ENT. And that's my YouTube channel, along with my wife. I learned a lot from Robert Townsend, um, seeing him act, produce, direct, and write. Parenthood, he wasn't doing much, like getting credit for writing, but he was like guiding the writers. Like they may have a joke about MC Hammer. He's like, no, nah, what if Hammer's watching the TV show mm -hmm. uh, episode and, you know, with his kids? Let's not do that joke. Let's not disrespect them or, you know, let's, let's, let's go a different direction with the joke. So he was writing in that sense, guiding the writers. And he had a writing team. So, yeah, I learned a lot from Robert Townsend, Jay. Learned a whole lot. And I'm thankful for that experience. And I'm thankful to Robert Townsend for taking me into the parenthood family and allowing me to come on the last two seasons mm -hmm. uh 97 98 season four and season five of the parenthood which you can watch right now on i believe it's on uh hbo plus i believe it's on prime wherever else you can catch it at you catch uh, episodes on my youtube channel that i put before it came out on hbo uh plus hbo what is it hbo plus uh prime and all that yes so yeah man it was it was a wonderful fun learning experience working on the parenthood playing the role tk dude you still keep in touch with the cast me and townsend i would tag him in different things on instagram and um we'll respond like that you know here come through watch what i tagged him in or whatever it showed me um phase on love we was interacting a little bit on um we messaged each other on instagram here and there uh months ago and um but the one that i stayed closest with was uh Curtis Williams, who played Nicholas, because mm -hmm. it just happened that I was close with his family and my kids growing up. Um, and that's the one that I, you know, interacted with the most since the parenthood ended on, you know, back in 98. Oh, that's wonderful. 99. OK, wow. And and yeah, the whole cast. Um, Who else? Uh, me and Reagan might have interacted on uh, Instagram here and there. Uh, I think uh, who else? Ashley, me and Ashley interacted here and there different times, you know. Um, yeah, man, it's, 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 that's my TV family. So what inspires you? What gives you inspiration? What inspires me is God the Father, Jesus Christ the Lord. He's my life. He's my strength. He, he's everything to me. He's, he's all I have. You know what I mean? He's the reason I'm here right now. I got the strength in my body to be able to talk to you. I got the breath in my body. So my motivation comes from the Word of God. My, my inspiration comes from jesus and the father and the holy scriptures and um i got married last year oh wow me and my wife we've been married for a year and some change now uh bought me and my wife uh god blessed us with some um some wedding bands a wedding band set you know what i mean i'm gonna show that yeah. off you awesome. know what I, mean? I got one that's awesome you know yes sir i got one she got one and that's our first wedding band sets together where we both got one and we've been enjoying this marriage, man, enjoying walking with God together through his scriptures. And she's a worshiper, man. She loves the worship and the Lord. We got a prayer room in our house just designated for prayer and worship. And she goes down there singing praise the Lord. And, and I go down there and join her from time to time. And I was preaching down there from the, you know, we end up having a pulpit, getting a pulpit down there. We got the piano, like the church piano. She has the mic and the mixer and all that stuff and the speakers. Well, she prays and worship the Lord and I would go down there and preach. God's word inspired me and um, just want to please him motivates me in life. And the Bible tells us he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing mm -hmm. and obtaineth favor of the Lord from the Lord. 
So if you want favor from God, get yourself a wife. And and Paul, I believe Paul said, it's good for a man not to touch a woman, but to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife. So like I told my wife, and I would tell her throughout the years, since going back to since I met her, well, basically I was, let me say this. I would tell my wife, she's the last piece to the puzzle of my life that I was missing that I needed. So being married, she completes me. She, uh, you know, Jesus Christ completes us all. But that wife, you know, Adam and Eve, Adam running around, couldn't do nothing with the monkeys and the zebras. And the, and the, and the and so God had to create him <laughs> Eve, you know what I mean? So Adam would have been lonely. The Bible also says, my wife would tell you this. She knows this is one of my scriptures. I, I think I mentioned to her when I met her. The Bible says it's not good for a man to be alone. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Imagine if Adam was running around alone on earth without Eve. You know, he'd have been stressed out. You know, yeah. <laughs> monkeys have been, you know, even the, the, the gorillas and everybody, mm -hmm. you know, he'd have been stressed, man. But God blessed him with Eve, a companion, comfortable unto him. So I have my helpmate, man, my wife, my lovely wife, Erica Haley Burton. We're just living our life and we're motivated by God's word and just enjoying life with our kids. Mm -hmm. In our family. So what made you decide to decide to become a pastor? I would say like my dad, I'm a, I'm a people's person. Mm -hmm. I like people. Why did I become a pastor? To help people. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible lets us know in the scriptures, it's like pulling them out of the fire. When you know his word, when you know his holy word, mm -hmm. and, and you learn what happens if this or that, and then you would want to tell your friends and tell your family about his word that you've been reading, you've been learning about God. Wow, all of this in the Holy Bible, all of this. You know, I read the Holy Bible four times in my life from Genesis to Revelation. And um, I've learned so much. I've been blessed in the fruit of my knowledge, in the fruit of the knowledge of the Lord. The fruit of the knowledge of the Lord is is, is riches. Mm -hmm. it's, it's riches. And um, just want to help people, man. You know, that's the only reason there is to help people. So we open up a church February 5th here in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Like I said, man, my dad, and, and, and here it is, go back to my dad. This is another reason why we open up a church. My dad set off his lips. Uh, we have a documentary movie on my uh, YouTube channel. It's like the Roots series, how Roots had like, yeah. right now they got like four episodes, each like an hour long or hour and a half or whatever. So we have 14 episodes, okay. each like maybe an hour long. Mm -hmm. It's called Family Time with DP. Parts one all the way to part 14. People can watch it on my YouTube channel. And in part two, my dad said off his lips, we was in the hospital room while he was going through his storm. Mm -hmm. um, and he was singing and praising the Lord. His boy was like, man, D, I didn't know you could sing like that, man. All them times we've been in my house, my basement, we could have been having church. And my dad said, we're going to open up one. Wow. Like King David and King Solomon, King David had a desire to open up a church, but Solomon King David did not open up one physically, but his son Solomon physically opened up the church, but his dad made provision. Mm -hmm. King David made provision. I believe he sent him over stuff he needed, timber or whatever, gold or whatever he needed, being a king. Mm -hmm. So like King Solomon and King David, my dad spoke it off his lips. We're going to open up one. This was back in like 2000, maybe uh, my pops passed away in 214, but he's, he's with the Lord mm -hmm. according to the Holy Scriptures. So I'm at peace and I'm blessed mm -hmm. with my dad. And I'm at peace with my dad leaving his body at 214. Now um, mm -hmm. I'm at peace with that through the scriptures, through Jesus comfort, his words. So 
214, he left his body. He he spoke that. Uh, if you go back on my YouTube channel and watch Bert, uh, Family Time with DP Part 2, it'll let you know the, the year I published it, uh, the year I produced it and um, dropped it on, uploaded it to YouTube. I think it might have been like 212, 211, 212, or 213. But he said we're going to open up a church, and we did it. We opened up a church uh, February 5th, 2023. Mm -hmm. I fulfilled my dad's words. We're going to open up one. So we opened up the church. Me and my wife, we opened up a church here in Virginia. Uh, the first lady, I'm the pastor. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got my daughter, one of the choir leaders, along with my wife. And um, we're here now in Virginia to help people in Alta Vista, Virginia, and in Virginia. People could come to our church. If you want to know where our location is in Virginia, if you're anywhere in Virginia, you're invited. Any of my celebrity friends, any of my friends I met, family members, you're invited to come to our church. It's 1205C. Uh, Main Street, Alta Vista, Virginia, 24517. And we're right across from CVS, 11 to 1. Our church service is 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. I get up to preach sharp, 12 noon mm -hmm. to about 1230, 1245. And boom, we out at 1 o'clock. Church, 11 to 1. You're welcome. And um, just want to help the people, Jay, man. Want to help the people and lead people through his word mm -hmm. to experiencing his promises. Because yeah. he has promises for us. He it is Jesus is which is the reason. It is God the Father, which is the reason why I played TK. Mm -hmm. So our church is here now to help people accomplish their goals, accomplish their dreams, grow in godliness. You know, here I am for a kid from the hood all the way to Hollywood. How did that happen? It happened, it came from God, it came from his holy word, it came from me getting that holy Bible, his words in my mind, and putting it to work in real life and and, and applying it in real life, doing what he told me to do. And he gave me the road TK. And there I went from the hood to Hollywood to parenthood uh, from from making $25 pumping gas in the, in the hood in Boston and Phil's Corner, crossing a blacktop off of like Geneva Ave to making $12.5,000 a week on the parenthood with Robert Townsend and, and Suzanne Douglas and the whole cast. Mm -hmm. And then the next year they negotiated my contract to like 13, 125, 13,000 a week. So it is Jesus, Jesus said this, the devil, what he said, the devil come not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Jesus, I come that you might have life mm -hmm. and you have it more abundantly. So what is abundance? Extra, having what you need and having an abundance. This is what Jesus came for. Yes. So we would have life and have it more abundantly. You know, you have what you need and have extra and enjoy life while you're here on earth. So we're here. In Virginia, man, I'm the pastor preaching that word of God, man, to help the people grow in godliness and understand the things of God by the word of God. Oh, my also to your father. I'm sorry for, for your loss, you know. Because my mother passed away too, so I know how you feel. Oh, yeah. When did your mother pass? Thank you for the condolences, man. She passed away in, in, in November 20th, 2016. Yeah, she shot a heart attack. So how do you deal with death and how does it affect you? How does it affect me, you know? Well, my condolences to you, man, with the passing of your mother in 2016. Um, How old was she? She was 63. 63. Wow. Um, you know, death, man, the Holy Bible, the Holy Scriptures, God's words, Jesus Christ's words helped me deal with the passing of my dad. And also, more recently, the passing of my brother, Daryl oh, Burton Jr., mm -hmm. Big DB. Mm -hmm. So my dad passed in 214, Jay, two years before your mother passed. Mm -hmm. And, um... My dad actually had a heart attack as well, but um, they put him in a coma and um, they were talking about pulling the plug on my dad. And this is a testimony 
Um, they was talking about pulling the plug on my dad and um, his his children. I was like, yo, we're not pulling the plug on on, on my dad. You know, we're not doing it. We're praying and we're fasting and we're praying and asking God and believing God to raise pops up. So the doctor, I guess, was encouraging and, 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 and pushing for people, the family, to pull the plug on Friday. He was in a coma, to my understanding, for six days. And people was visiting pops, man. They were saying it was like your dad was like Obama in, in, in Boston Medical Hospital. So many people coming through there. Pops knew a lot of people. Like I said, I'm like him, man. He's a people's person. He liked people. He loved people. Mm-hmm. And um, he really walked in the love of God towards people, you know, showing people compassion and helping people out. Um, helped me out many a times when I needed it Um, uh, in many ways. But um, pops, the, uh, the day they was talking about pull the plug on my dad, Jesus allowed my dad to open up his eyes. So he gave us a miracle. We had my dad. And check this out, Jay. My dad came up out of the, uh, I remember, I think I flew from Cali to Boston. And my dad, I was in his room where they, you know, the hospital room. And he wasn't in there yet. And the doctors or whatever, the people brought him over in the, like, I guess, the hospital bed with the white blanket over him or whatever, keeping him warm. And he he walked in to his room. I'm in there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, like Lazarus, man. Jesus raised me up like Lazarus. And um, that's a testament, a testimony to my dad's faith. What he spoke, you know, Jesus rose me up like Lazarus. He just came from basically like a death-like experience, if not death. He was in a coma for six days. People, he had tubes down his throat. Um, My brother, AB, I was talking to my brother, AB, my brother, DB, um, not Big DB, but I was speaking to my brothers because um, Big DB was locked up at the time to my remembrance. But um, there was I was hearing little stories and hearing little things, man. While Pops is out six days in a coma, tubes down his throat, people, you know, I guess coming thinking they saying their goodbyes because it looked like he was dead or whatever. But like my dad said, man, Jesus raised me up like Lazarus, man. And that's my uh, testament of my dad's faith. That's a testimony to my dad's faith. It is, it is because of my dad while... I'm like I am, but I, you know, I got my own relationship with the Lord, but my dad and my mother had us at a, in a church at a young age. Mm-hmm. I remember Sean and Darren, myself being baptized when we was young. Uh, I think it was past the reason, but um, we was baptized at, at an ocean, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And um, we was young. I probably was like nine. Daryl probably was like 11 and Sean probably was like 13. Mm-hmm. And um, my dad had us in the church with my mother had us in the church at a young age. I remember my dad being up at the church with his with his boy, the pastor, his friend of his, and he's singing his song. I'm a soldier yes. in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier in the army. If I die, let me die in the army of the Lord. If I die, let me die in the army. Stepped in the water and the water was cold. It chilled my body, but not my soul. So my dad. So, so my dad had us in the church at an early age. I seen my dad in the church. I seen him singing that song and my mother running around the church, you know, just thankful that, you know, thankful, just, just, just running around the church, just, just worshiping him and thanking him, you know, in, in her way, you know, us being in the church at that young age, planted seeds in our life. And me and my brother, Darrell, we got off and we got older, got into street life, got caught up into negative stuff. But eventually, like the Bible says, I came back. And I and at 16, I um, Romans 10, 9, let you know that if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So I believe at 16, I had a personal relationship myself coming to him, to his word and confessing Jesus is Lord. 
and, and, and trying to position myself and believing what he did for me and believing that he raised his son from the dead. And according to his word, at, at 16, I believe I was saved. And I turned from that street life, the gang banging I was doing in the East Coast in Boston. And my brother, we got another documentary called Burton Brothers Choose Your Road on my YouTube channel. And uh, me and my brother is Burton Brothers Presents, Big DB, Daryl Burton Jr., myself, TB, Tyrone Burton. We, we produced it. We presented it. And Daryl is telling the story as him and I, and I got the camera on him. And this is, and I, and I wanted to answer your question, brother Jay, with my dad passing and more recently, my brother Daryl passing in last year of May, May 12th, May 13th, it hit me hard. You know what I mean? It hit me hard. Uh, my dad was my best friend. My brother Daryl was my best friend. Mm -hmm. Is my, you know what I mean? Two closest people in the earth to me. Mm -hmm. Now they both gone, but most recently Daryl passed away last year and um it hit me when i got the news my cousin called me and it's and it's and it's crazy because i was telling her comforting her trying to comfort her about her mother just passed and i'm like you know telling her yo me and my brothers man we grew up pops we grew up like soldiers of six boys mm -hmm. you know we ain't really had time for like feminine stuff like you know what i mean girly like feminine emotional stuff it's toughing up let's keep it moving we soldiers so I was like, hey, sis, you know, I was I was trying to encourage my cousin because her mom's passed. Be strong. You know, you're a soldier. We soldiers, you know, you get through this. And then she called me maybe months later, maybe seven months later or five months later after I'm comforting her, trying to comfort her with the passing of her mother. And she's the one to tell me the news that my brother passed. And I and I yelled out, no, like, 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 I remember it hit me, man. That's my bro. That's my big bro. Mm -hmm. that's my big bro and i didn't expect to get that i didn't i didn't want to get that call um just as as well i didn't as i didn't want to get the call about my dad my cousin money called me and told me my dad passed back in 214 so when i got the call last year about my brother it shook my emotion it shook me i didn't want to hear it but i was rooted and i'm rooted in jesus and he is my strength and my help and it's him that got me through the passing of my dad and the passing of my brother Big DB, DP, Pops, you know, they, his words comfort me. And and, and my brother Daryl said in the movie, Burton Brothers Choose Your Road, Jesus is Lord. Mm -hmm. And on that faith and on that declaration and on that confession, the Bible tells us, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So I have a peace about my dad and a peace about my brother. I shall meet up with them again with God, the father and his son, Jesus Christ. So I'm, that's what helped me deal with death or, 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 or someone close to me passing my dad and my brother. I appreciate that. Man. Absolutely. Brother Jay. And um, you drinking some, I see you drinking something over there. I should have had my water ready, yeah, but I, I want to say about the Burton brothers, choose your road documentary movie, which is my brother Daryl's movie that we Burton brothers presented him and I, it's on my YouTube channel right now. You can watch it. He did 17 years in the pen oh and God. God freed him. He also, uh, he did 17 years in the pen and then he had another case he was dealing with regarding a gun. He was looking at, if you go watch the movie Burton Brothers Choose Your Role, you can see the story and hear the story from his lips. And uh, he's, he tells the people, he's telling he's telling people, if you watch the movie, he's like, yo, me and T was in the streets and I went this way and T went that way. When T went to Hollywood, I went to prison. I did 17 years in the prison. And, and he's telling the people like, but we're here we are today faced with the same opportunity to go left or to go right. And that's what everybody, every young brother and every young sister watching this interview and anybody watching this interview, like Daryl Burton Jr. said, we're faced with the same opportunity today, right now, 2023, Friday, whatever day it is, you face with an opportunity to go left or go right. 
to live for God or to live for the devil. Like Daryl said, go left or go right. Yes. So him and I was in the streets at a young age. I went to focus on my acting. He stayed out in the streets and he ended up going in jail and doing uh, six years. Uh, then he got out and then caught another case, him and my brother and, and some people, some, some other family, whatever. And um, he did another eight years in prison. And then when he caught this this last case, I went this way, T went that way. I, T went to Hollywood, I went to prison, did 17 years. But we're faced with the same opportunity today to go left or go right. And I encourage every young brother out there, man, put the guns down, man. Don't think it's cool to gang bang and to kill people, man. It ain't cool because look, you end up doing 17 years in the pen like my brother, like Big DB or doing life in prison. Look at the cat that just killed Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Threw his life away, man, over what? He in prison now, they gave him 60 years, 60 years. So you, you pull the trigger on somebody in the streets over a little stupid stuff, whatever it's about. Now you throw your whole life away in prison. Yes. 60 years. So, man, I encourage you, young brothers, man, turn to something positive. Focus on basketball. Focus on football. Focus on acting. Focus on a trade. Focus on construction work. Do something that you like and make money doing it positively. Be an entrepreneur. Go cut some grass. Go do some painting. Do something. Mm -hmm. Create something. And stay positive, you know, and, and, and stay out, stay out the way and stay out of trouble, man. You know what I mean? Yes. Don't. That's that's my, my message to the young brothers, man. You know, my saying is this, man. Keep it cool. Keep it G and keep it holy mm -hmm. all day, every day. And keeping it holy is doing what God tell us to do. And then you ain't got to worry about going to jail for 60 years, 20 years, 40 years, being throwing your life away in prison because you pulled a trigger. You ain't tough for gangster for pull, pulling no trigger. Oh, like I said, said in one of my sermons last year that I preached, an old woman could pull the trigger. Do that make her tough for gangster? Not at all. It's it's it's, it's actually cowardly yeah. to pull the trigger on a, a, another black man. It's, it's weak minded. It's weak. Be strong. Put the guns down. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ tell us turn the other cheek. The Bible tells you turn the other cheek. Walk walk in love. Let God fight your battles. Love your neighbor as yourself with the Bible teaches. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, body, and strength. Love God and love your neighbor. And, and A, life should be good for you. Absolutely. I couldn't say better myself, my brother. I saw you had a, I saw you, you had a birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank back. you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jay. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM. Boston's local community radio station. So what can we do to help you? What advice can you give us? Um, find uh, the casting agencies in your city. In Boston, you got like, uh, uh, you got casting offices, casting agencies that cast and look for actors for TV shows, movies or commercials or whatever, movies and productions and being done in your city or worldwide. So um, Emmett Fogart at the Youth Center DYC, he connected with the casting directors and eventually the casting directors would know that Emmett had a bunch of kids at the youth center. So they started calling us, calling Emmett, Emmett bring us over to auditions. And we, um, I, I booked my first TV show job in New England, in Boston. Emmett took me over to an audition and um, it was actually, to my remembrance, my first TV audition ever. It was uh, audition and they were looking for six hosts. For the Fox 25 Kids Club. I don't know if you remember that, Jay. I, I remember, yeah. I saw you. I actually saw you there, yeah. Yes, sir. And um, uh, Emmett Fogel took me over to the... Uh, Emmett Fogel is the youth director at DYC. And he took me over to the audition. And um, I did what I had to do with the script. And um, memorized what I had to memorize to my members. And um, God blessed me with that TV job. 
Um, my mother, Paulette Burton, my baby brother, Jamel, was on there with me. My brother, Donnie. Yeah, Donnie was on there with me. I believe Anthony may have been on there with me, too. Ant might have been on there with me, too. So um, that was my first job, and, and it's connecting with the casting director. So anybody out there that want to get into acting, uh, get yourself a good picture, which is considered a headshot. When you get your headshot, it should look like this. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. I love those pictures. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. And then you put your name on it, Tyrone Burton, and you send these out to uh, casting companies. You get an agent, try to get an agent or a manager or both. And usually your agent or manager will send your pictures out to casting agencies or send it out, submit you for different movies, TV shows and commercials. And that's the process. And that's how you can start to get work. Also, nowadays, 2023, casting networks, L.A. Casting, if you're in L.A., Actors Access, Casting Frontier. And, and now you can also submit yourself like your own agent for movies, TV shows and commercials. So get yourself a good picture. You want to be an actor. Even if you take it with your iPhone, these iPhones is amazing these days. Take a good headshot. Take a good picture of yourself and um, go to casting networks. And um, once you upload your picture, then you can start looking for work and it'll show you like, okay, we're doing a movie. They're doing a movie in Boston in uh, May uh, looking for 18-year-olds, 18, 18 to 25 African-Americans. So if you see that and you know you're 18 or you fit that description, you send your picture over and boom. And you pray and talk to God like I did. If you remember what I said earlier, Jesus, let us know if you abide in me and my words abide in you. If you do what God say to do, you obey your father. Your father will bless you with the desires of your heart. So if you want to be an actor, singer, rapper, whatever you want to be, do what God tell you to do. Obey your father in heaven. Put the work in as an actor, as a basketball player. Talk to God about it. Ask the father for what you want in Jesus Christ's name. And um, God bless you with the desires of your heart because he says it in his word. If you delight yourself also in the Lord, the Bible lets us know if you delight yourself also in the Lord, mm -hmm. he will give you the desires of your heart. So, yeah, get your headshot, your acting picture, connect with casting networks, actors, access, and um, start looking for acting work. And that's one way to get into acting. And that's that's major right now. My son, Tyrone Burton, the second, he had his manager in California and he got more work than she got him. He got he was on. And I would tell Tyrone and my son, Elijah, I think Tyra. Yo, we should start acting like our agents. Our agents will sit at a big computer. Mm -hmm. I got a big computer right here, like 27-inch Mac. Mm -hmm. And um, your agent will sit there at the computer and look for work for the actors. But I was telling my kids and my members, if we act like our own agent and look for our self-work, we should be working a whole doing a whole bunch of work. Mm -hmm. So my son actually put it into put it took that, took that to heart and did it. And he was submitting himself through, I think, LA Casting or one of them networks, casting network. And he got this and that. He started booking stuff, started making money. Got a lot of acting work for himself within a month, I think it was, within a month or two. So that's what you do if you want to get into acting. That's that's one thing you do. And another thing is you write, you know, write your, like Robert Townsend said, we as African-Americans, we need to be self-generators. You look at Hollywood, look at who's been dominating Hollywood, who's been controlling Hollywood. A lot of work's been, you know, we grew up seeing a lot of movies. Um, and now we see the progress of African-Americans coming into more African-Americans being in, in, in Hollywood. And uh, like Robert Townsend said, man, be self-generators, create your own, create your movies, create funny skits. And now YouTube is an opportunity to, to put yourself out there, put and create skits like we used to do at DYC, make funny skits and put them out there. And hey, you never know where to go viral, especially when you obey God, God will bless what you put your hand to. That's a promise. Thank you for the information. I, I, I definitely appreciate you. Absolutely, you're welcome. Did you go to college? Yeah, I did a little college. I went to um, LACC, where um, actually the Hughes brothers went. Wow. 
yeah, I went to LACC and I was um I wanted to learn how to write screenplays. Mm -hmm. So I did Cinema One, Cinema Two, Cinema Three, and I passed those. And you need to do four and five. Uh, five teach you how to write a screenplay. Um, and what I did was, um, which was cool, Hughes Brothers had their movie poster up over like they had it on the wall mm -hmm. with like people that graduated or came through that school as well. Um, Minister Society that was up, so I used to see that in the hallway. And um, and then later on, I did a commercial with one of the Hughes brothers. I did a, a Foot Locker commercial, which you can watch on my YouTube channel with mm -hmm. three NFL stars, Clinton Portis, Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper was like Michael Vick. You know what I mean? He'd take off with the ball, running, throw that ball. So I did a commercial with them three stars, Chad Pennington, Clinton Portis, and Dante Culpepper and myself, Foot Locker commercial. And Al I believe it was Albert Hughes. Mm -hmm. He directed the commercial. Um, so here I am going to college at LACC where Albert and his brother, the huge, the two Hughes brothers went to college to learn how to make movies and they made Minister Society and it was financially successful. And then here I go later on, God bless me to do a commercial with him, uh, where he was directing it or whatever. And I was starring in it with these other, uh, uh, celebrity, um, football players. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I did a little film school. What I did, Jay, was... I left film school to put my gospel comedy play Promise mm -hmm. into to to put it up into production. Um, much love to Lamont Coleman and Rose Marie, his wife Rose. They had a, a theater in California for over maybe twenty years, and um, I, I partnered up with him and, and executed some business with him, and they allowed me to use their theater, mm -hmm. and I put up my play, which I wrote, I direct. I produced and I starred and I played a bunch of characters. Mm -hmm. um, to this day, people could get copies of the comedy play Promise from me. I played uh, the white crackhead surfer dude. I played Cousin Pimp. <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> yeah. That's Cousin Pimp's laugh. You know what I mean? But when you see him in costume, it's more funnier. I played Cousin Pimp. I played a fat, old, gray-haired preaching dad. He's like an Eddie Murphy clump character type of character. Um one of my characters and I played a gangster in the, in the prom it's called promise promise based upon Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Mm -hmm. And that was, came from a story from my life. And, um, I put that out there. Um, I did it at the black box theater in, in LA. Uh, I believe it was downtown LA. I did the live show, the live production. So I left from film school to put what I, and I, I, I apply what I learned in film school and put it into my screen, my, my play. It wasn't a movie, but it was a play. And um, we did a live performance. I casted it. And um, it was like an ensemble cast of maybe six actors. And I played about uh, four different characters. And um, we put the play up. We did it live, Black Box Theater. And then I brought my cameras in. I brought cameras in, rather. Wow. And um, yeah, we, we recorded it, captured it. And then we started promoting it throughout the world. I was in Hollywood with my Promise team promoting it. Um, started off me myself promoting it, getting the gospel comedy out there, blessing people with the gospel comedy and receiving love offerings. People would, you know, um, a police officer told me what to do too. He was like, what you do is you let them know the value of it. Mm -hmm. So we wasn't selling it because it had the gospel in it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't sell it. But what I would do is I'd tell the people, look, it's a $20 value. Mm -hmm. And the police officer, he he was like a head police officer in Hollywood or whatever. He was like, this is what you do. You tell them the value of it and you and then you receive donations. So that's basically what I operated in. You know what I mean? I'll tell them the value of it. You know, it's a $20 value. You can give a love offering and people were just supporting the work, you know, and, and we gave some away free. You know, some people came through from Compton, 
they might have like, you know, I tell them, I tell them, I, I pitch it and they probably was like, well, here's a penny. You give me one for a penny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, as I said, I, you know, I gave away something for free. We gave a lot away for free. We're giving it to the people and letting them give to us, give donations and love offerings. So we distributed like, like a whole lot in this earth, man. We actually, uh, I had a plaque that I created for myself. Like when you go double platinum mm -hmm. or when you go platinum or you go gold, I did a documentary on my YouTube channel called uh, New Flavor Gold, mm -hmm. produced with uh, 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 Marcella Oliver, and I directed it. And these brothers um, had a deal with Warner Brothers or whatever, reprise records or whatever, and they sell, they went gold. Mm -hmm. They sold, what, 500,000 copies mm -hmm. of their song called Heaven, their hit song Heaven or whatever. So what I did was I created my own, like, you know, gold status or platinum status. I We distributed, like, over probably, let's say, uh, definitely like say 13,000 DVDs ourselves. Wow. And uh, my team grew, it was me, and then it grew into, I had my man, Hot Sauce, I had my man, um, Holmes Lindsay IV, who went on to Power, he went on to um, BMF with 50 Cent. Mm -hmm. And um, I just talked to him, we just text each other last night on Facebook or whatever about my dad and my brother. And then I had my cousin Ricky Ricker, and we was the four man promise team in Hollywood, self-distributed rather, uh, promoting rather, and um, giving out, blessing people with the gospel comedy and letting Jesus bless us. It's like in Living Colors, like Martin, you know what I mean? But it's called Promise. It's the funniest gospel comedy play, as I used to say back then, in the streets. Mm -hmm. It's one hour, two minutes, 11 seconds of entertainment. It's like crystal clear picture. I wrote it, directed, produced it. Awesome. And it's really it's really funny. And that's that's one of the projects that I, I produce and uh and, and put into production after coming out of film school. So we're coming to Boston for a celebrity basketball game that I'm organizing, putting on May 13th, okay. 2023, in honor of my brother who just passed recently and, and my dad and my Uncle Chops and my Auntie Peewee. The big DBDP Peewee celebrity basketball game, May 13th, 2023. Okay. And I, and, and I, and I, Lord and I, and I promise you, I will be there because I, I love to meet you in person. Okay, so and, awesome, awesome. And if you in Century Comedy, you know, I'll, I'll have you come over to my house for dinner. You know? All right, so so check this out. Let me let me talk to my Secret Service men because we're born in the projects. But um, we let me talk to my Secret Service men and make sure we have security all along the perimeters of the projects. Okay. Yeah, we gonna need uh uh A uh, one security um May thirteenth going to uh Jay's crib for dinner. He lives in the projects, so make sure we have um. Uh, biggest uh, secret service men available that day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm being silly, man. But yeah, yeah. No, but um, hey, man. I look forward to meeting you, man. Um, at the celebrity basketball game. Um, feel free to if you want to um, uh, shoot some of it. You know, zoom some of it. You know, uh, feel free. We may have some um, um halftime entertainment. Perhaps if um, if they're not a, if they're not busy. Mm -hmm. If they're not uh, busy, they've been doing a lot lately. The Wonder Twins, my brothers, Billy and uh, Bobby McClain, the Wonder Twins, they've been on stage with KRS. Man, they've been putting in work for years. Wow. They, they like two of the dopest dancers in Boston and basketball players. So I'm, 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 I'm hoping to have them play in the celebrity basketball game as well. Um, I know something happened to uh, Billy's uh, knee, so I'm not sure about the, them playing, but hopefully they play with us. You know, we just have fun and entertain people in, in behalf and honor of Daryl Burton Jr., Daryl Burton Sr., Dorzell Porter, and Auntie Peewee. And um, also, I love to have, I'm looking forward to having um, the Wonder Twins 
hopefully if they're not busy mm-hmm. and they're, they're available, have them uh, perform a halftime show for the celebrity basketball game, the big DBDP Pee Wee celebrity basketball game. So, yeah, I look forward to meeting you, brother Jay. Yeah, well, I'll help you set up, you know, do chairs and whatever. So, fun to, you know, you know. Yeah, I welcome you in, man. Help me with the event, man, for my brother, for my dad. It's May 13th. So, me and you can talk, you know, after this interview. Absolutely. And, um, uh, any way you can help, um, we can use the help, man. If you know anybody's any sponsors, anybody want to sponsor us with some jerseys, this would be technically our second annual, but uh, mm-hmm. our first actual game because mm-hmm. last year, right after my brother passed, um, I, I went over to a gym and, and we had the gym, and my cousin Money came, and my dad's brother, Uncle Donald, came, but it was so quick, I didn't get the word out quick enough, mm-hmm. and we didn't play you know, like a five-on-five celebrity basketball game. So um, if you know anybody that could uh, sponsor us, um, put up, you know, sponsor us with some jerseys, you know, with uh, the big DB, DP, Pee-wee celebrity basketball game on it, that'd be awesome, Jay. So, yeah, help us any way you could, brother. I definitely will. Do you, do you like to do for fun when you're not working or preaching? When it's not cold, me and my wife, we enjoy fishing. You know, I like fishing. Uh, we got a river right up the street. From our crib, we uh, do a lot of fishing, and she just got a, her license recently, so she's certified. As she told me to my members, I'm certified. So we do a lot of, you know, we like fishing, um, just enjoying time with each other, watching shows, watching TV, uh, going on date night with my wife, you know, eating together, eating good together, um, just enjoying life, playing basketball, mm-hmm. uh, playing basketball with, um, actually, me, and my wife, and and our kids, uh, three of our kids was playing ball at the Y a couple nights ago, you know, family fun, you know, also, yeah, you know, getting ready for that celebrity basketball game yeah, to make sure my shot wet, you know, mm-hmm. make sure my skills are <laughs> intact for, for big bro and pops and uncle chops and auntie Pee Wee and to entertain the people in Boston. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. Basketball fishing. Um, I like playing chess. I love spending time with the Lord. Man. I love, you know, just, I love, man. It's a feeling that I get, man, a, a fulfillment you know, when I'm in his word and, and it's like a completion, it's like a, what's the word? Um, it's, it's just, it's something, it's, it's like, it's life, but it's like Jesus is with you, in you. Like at times when I'm reading his word, it's like a fulfillment. I can't, I can't really explain it right now, but when you're in his word, it's like his presence is with you, amongst you, upon you. Yeah. It's a, it's a great feeling of joy, peace. It is amazing. Yeah. But right now we, um, we got the church, you know what I mean, here on Sundays in Virginia. Anybody in Virginia, you welcome, 11 to 1 p.m. on Sundays. We at 1205C, as in Christ, Main Street, out the Vista, Virginia, 24517. We're right across from the uh, CDS. And, um, yeah, I get up to preach at 12, so um, um, I like helping people with the Word of God. That's why you see your boy actor Tyrone Dorzell Burton, TK, uh tb preaching the word to help the people man because we need that word we got so many young brothers getting caught up in the wrong things and and so many people leading people whether it's you know other celebrities leading them the wrong way through negative rap and negative stuff so here i am i'm an actor to lead the young generation into some positivity show them the right way lead them to christ lead them through the scriptures you know like my brother daryl said man we children and cousin ricky ricker we children of the light Yes. You got some people that's children of the darkness mm-hmm. that runs with the devil and, and, and lead people the, the ways of, you know, the negative way, the bad way, the dark way, mm-hmm. the devilish way. But we're here to lead people into the light, lead people to the light. We're children of the light. 
to, to be a blessing to the world, like the Dr. Kings and even the Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. and even the Michael Jordan, you know, like Dr. King did a lot for us. And I'm inspired by him as well. He's like the, the, the closest preacher, black preacher for sure, mm -hmm. to Jesus Christ to me. He, Dr. King was like the closest person, black preacher to Jesus Christ that I've seen in my life, like that I've grew up hearing about and seeing through videos and DVDs or whatever, VHSs. And um, I actually met Dr. King's uh, uh, sister, me and my older daughter, Alicia Burton. Mm -hmm. She was with me. We visited Dr. King's, um, when I visited Dr. King's church that he preached from, mm -hmm. I believe his dad as well, but that he preached from, they, they got it like a museum right now to my understanding. You go into his church in Atlanta and you hear his uh, sermons audibly being played. And I went in, I did a video, it's on my Instagram, Tyrone Burton TK on Instagram. Um, and I'm, you know, just checking it out. And across the street, they have a, a new church built where they actually have Sunday services. And um, I went there one Sunday, I believe it was with my oldest daughter and um, Dr. King's sister was in the building. Oh. And um, me and my daughter, Alicia, took a picture with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s sister, mm -hmm. which was an honor. And, and and it was cool because it's like, yo, this is his sister. That's like somebody, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Daryl, Daryl's no longer here. My brother's no longer here in his body. But somebody that got love and respect for Daryl. And, and like my brother Daryl, let me share this with you real quick, Jay. My brother Daryl, in the last two years of prison, when he was faced with, he did 17 years in the pen, but he was faced with another, he was looking at another maybe 17 to 27 more years they were trying to give him, to my understanding. He tell you this in our documentary movies on my YouTube channel. And um, you can watch Daryl in our documentary movies and Daryl's telling the people yeah. his story. He was in prison and he had a program. He would um, go to different cellmates, like cell, cell uh, prison prisoners in different cells and get them, you know, ask them or whatever. Yeah, hey, you got anything you want to, you know, throw into the charity, you know, throw in. And you got a Twinkie, man, you got a soup, you got a whatever. And they would throw in, he'd collect it. And then he let me know. And he's telling the people in our, on our YouTube channel. Uh, he's telling people he would put it down on a table and spread it all out. And the, like the COs, the, the prison guards got used to his program and they started to open up the gates and let prisoners out to come. And my brother, would he would look out for the people that didn't have maybe extra canteen or food to enjoy life. You know, you just got the basic food, but you ain't got no extra noodles and no extra. So he would collect stuff from people who had a bunch of stuff, say abundance get a little bit from him, maybe one from him, one from him, one from him, and put it all in the bag and then dump it on the table. And those that didn't have food to eat or a lot of canteen or nothing extra or whatever, he'll let them come and partake from the abundance. And that's yeah. the program my brother did in prison. And um, that's his ministry. And um, as he told me to my members, the prison guards will start to open up the prison cells. That's like miraculous, you know, for the prison guards to open up the cells and let men come out and, and partake in my brother's ministry in prison. Yeah. And that's what Daryl Burton Jr. did while he was in prison um, before he left his body. So that's like somebody wanting that, that, that remember him from prison, mm -hmm. that remembered that he fed somebody in prison. And that dude that he fed came and like, yo, your brother did this for me when I was locked up, man. Mm -hmm. I want to take a picture with you. So I'm, what I'm saying is Dr. King is no longer here. But my love and respect for Dr. King to see his sister is like she's still here and he's gone. Yeah. So I took a picture with her and my daughter, and that's beautiful. It's like somebody, you know what I mean, taking a picture with with me mm -hmm. out of their love and respect for my brother, Dick, Daryl Burton, because of what he did for them in prison. Mm -hmm. So everything Dr. King did for us, man, you know, I took that picture with his sisters, like, wow. 
Dr. King really walked and talked like you and I, mm -hmm. you know, wore a suit like you, yeah. you know, and a suit like, you know, I, I wear a suit to this day when I preach at times like Dr. King, um, you know, Dr. King made a difference. He made, he, he did a lot for us, made a big difference for the world, blacks, civil rights. And, um, you know, he did a lot for us as a preacher. He took it past the church walls. And that's what I want to do as well. You know, I want to really help people with our church and with our ministry in the church, people that come to our church and worldwide because we live stream our church ministry uh, 12 o'clock to like 1245 on Instagram, Facebook and my YouTube channel. So people can tune in worldwide to our ministry. YouTube at Tyrone D, mm -hmm. as in Dorzell, Tyrone D. Burton, ENT, live streaming uh, from our church on Sundays, 12 p.m. to 1245 and also on Facebook, Facebook, Tyrone Burton 79 live streaming and also on my YouTube channel and Instagram. You got it, brother. You got it. Thank you, man, for you, taking man. the time and doing this interview with me, man. Thank you, brother. God bless Ball you. City. Boston, man. Jesus is Lord. Thank you. God bless you. Stay in touch. Okay. God bless you too, Jay. Yeah, God. Take care. Thanks again. Peace. Well, hello there. This is the J-Man Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston's local community radio station.